We often hear the church praying for and calling for a new evangelization. And we do need, in our day, a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I would also say that we also need a new Advent. Wouldn't that be wonderful if this Advent for us can truly be, in its deepest sense, a new Advent, a new experience of the Lord coming into our life? This is what Advent is all about. It means the coming of the Lord. And in during this time in the Christmas season, we are called to remember the first coming of Christ. In humility and in weakness in our humanity. And then we are urged to look forward to that second coming when the Lord will come in light and in glory. But St. Bernard reminds us that there are all these comings in between, the many ways that God comes to us into our personal life. In order to have a good Advent together, let's talk about the spiritual contours of this season. And there are mainly three of them. Advent is first the season of longing, of being aware of our deepest longing, which is for God. It also is a time of waiting, waiting for God to fulfill that longing within our hearts. It's a waiting that is hopeful, but it's also a waiting that is humble. And then finally, Advent is a season of preparation. But it's a joyful preparation because of the one whom we anticipate is coming. Over 2,000 years ago, Mary, as a young teenage girl, together with her people, they were waiting for God to do something. They were waiting for God to do something. Are you and I waiting for God to do something? This is what will make the difference between a blasé advent or one that is rich and transforming. There were some people when Jesus came that were not expecting God to do anything. And they missed the hour and the time of his visitation. Are we expecting God to do something? And maybe in my own personal life, it is possible that the gift of hope has waned and weakened in my heart. In fact, it's possible that sometimes we can go through life and different experiences 
can sometimes even take our hope away, where we have lost hope, where we are not expecting God to do anything. In fact, I can even come to a place where I don't even believe that God cares about me. I may even question whether God even exists. I might have to begin Advent by asking God, asking Jesus to awaken and revive in my heart the gift of hope that God is truly present and that God wants to come into my life. I love how Jesus called those first two disciples, John and Andrew, and he asked the most simple childlike question, and yet it is the most important question that God could ever ask you or me. And it's this question. What do you want? What do you seek? In other words, what is your desire and your longing? Again, this is going to make the difference between a good advent or one that is mediocre. What is our deepest longing? And the reason why Jesus mentions the time of Noah is because you and I realize that as we go about our day-to-day lives, we can be distracted from the cares and concerns of our life. During the times of Noah, it says they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. Their concerns were only about this life. They were only seeking a human earthly happiness. But my dear friends, we were not made for a mere human earthly happiness. We were made for a supernatural happiness. This is why We will always be restless until that day when our hearts completely rest in God. It is for this reason that Jesus is always leading us to those those deeper parts of our heart, to that deepest longing. He did this with the people after the multiplication of the loaves and fish the day after they came looking for Jesus. And Jesus said, you are not looking for me because you understood the sign of what I did. But you are looking for me because your stomachs were filled with bread. Reminds us of what Ezekiel said, the prophet. Why do you spend your wages For that which is not truly bread? Why do you spend your money for that which does not truly and deeply satisfy? And then Jesus starts to talk about the heavenly bread. And they say, Lord, give us this bread. It's the moment they came in touch 
with that deeper hunger for God. And then Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I will satisfy that hunger. And Jesus does the same with a Samaritan woman who comes to the well looking for water. She's also looking for love. She's had five husbands, and now she's living with another man. She has experienced disappointment in every human relationship. She's been let down, and she's been unhappy of finding true happiness in the imperfections and brokenness of human love. And then Jesus helps her get in touch with that deeper desire. He says, if you knew the gift, if you knew who it was who was asking you for a drink, you would ask me, and I would give you living water, water that would be like a spring welling up to eternal life. And then she says, Sir, give me this water. She gets in touch with that deeper thirst for God. Give me this water. There is a profound truth that underlies what I just said. It is so unbelievably amazing. Why does Jesus want to give himself to us as the bread of life? Why does he want to give us that living water of the Spirit? It's because God longs for you. God is longing for you and me. Let us just please take a moment to wrap our hearts and our minds around this amazing reality. As I'm speaking at this very moment, God's heart, God is longing for you and for me. And, season, and Advent is a season of the coming together of two longings. The longing of us for God but the longing of God for us. And God is longing that we would long for him. And this is why we can wait in hope, because God who gave us this desire wants to fulfill it by coming to us in new and wonderful ways this Advent. But we have to wait in humility because as we see in the scriptures, God fulfills his promises to come in surprising and unexpected ways, often not as we would think. This is why also some people missed his coming. His coming did not conform to their expectations and the way they thought God should come. We need to wait in humility for God says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. But we want to also prepare. And again, this is a joyful preparation because of the one who's coming, the one who promises to come. This is why we have booklets on the table 
after Mass that you can take with you to help you with your prayer life this Advent. The Resource Center is there if you want to find a good spiritual book. December 15th, we're going to have a communal penance service with many priests here so we can all encounter Jesus in that beautiful sacrament of renewal. Lines going all the way down to Lucky's, right? Well, maybe not, maybe not. My dear friends, we have every reason to live this Advent in hope and in joyful anticipation for a God who is faithful to his promises, to wait in hope and humility, and to prepare our hearts to welcome the coming of God in new and wonderful ways this Advent. Let us prepare together. Amen.